Today's episode could be called Simple Ideas to Help with Laundry, Toy Cleanup, Household Chores, and More When Hiring a Cleaning Person is Out of the Question. My house is not always clean. We have laundry all over the place some days. We have dirty laundry that doesn't make it to the dirty clothes hamper. We have clean clothes that don't get put away. We have piles of clothes that have, you know, the remnants of what appears that children have melted. We have paper over where it's not supposed to be. Dirty plates that haven't been washed and put away. Yes, we try to get that all going, but we have six people that live here and we run in and out of the house quickly and you know how that goes. Much like you, we do not always have a clean home by any means. Also, much like you, we love when our house is clean. We love the peace that that brings. We love how it opens up just our day to feel like we can use that space literally in our home to do other things. We also feel like it opens the space figuratively to not have to worry about those other things. This episode is not to make you feel like you have to be perfect. It's to give you some tools to help ease just those crazy days and know that you have some good ideas that maybe you definitely have thought of before you used to implement, you need to bring back just to give you some encouragement to make it happen. Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to families that stick together to step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted, turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome, friend, with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, the last time the Cincinnati Bengals went to the Super Bowl, she was in the fourth grade, Jennifer Zumbiel. That's right, Jules. We are all longtime Cincinnati Bengals fans around this part of Northern Kentucky. So this is crazy good for us. This is so awesome to see the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl in 2022. When the last time they were in it, I was your age, Jules. That's pretty crazy. I want to start with a review left on Apple Podcasts. This is from Spartan Dog 50. The title is so inspiring and uplifting. I love all of this. We spend so much of our life chasing things that don't matter in the end. We will never regret time spent with our families. We have such few precious years to pour into our children, and it's crucial we are intentional now. This podcast shares so many amazing and heartfelt ways to connect as a family. Can't wait to dig in more. Thanks, Jennifer. 
And thank you, Spartan Dog 50, for leaving this. It's so encouraging to me, and I completely agree. We have such few precious years when we think about it to pour into our children, and anything we can do to be more intentional helps, which is why I really hope that this podcast fills you guys up, that you really leave feeling like you have more ways to create intentional moments and strengthen your faith in your family. So let's get into the show because hopefully what we talk about with having some more ways to tidy up and keep things clean around the house when we definitely cannot hire a cleaning lady, hopefully these things will bring those more, just give you more time to to have more intentional moments. And that's the whole point. So I have eight ideas I want to share with you that have worked for our family over the years or they currently work. I want you to see that they fit into your real life. They're not unrealistic perfection that you need to try to meet. They they just work if you if you try them out. So the first one that I want to say is label all the stuff. Label it. Label where the kids' dishes go in your kitchen. Label where the potato chips go, the cookies, the cans, whatever it is in your kitchen. Label that. In the playroom, label what goes in each bin. Have a place for everything. Label where the art supplies go. Label anything that you need put away by someone else that will make it easier when they know that it goes there. I mean, how many times do you have someone in your family say, where does this go? Where does this go? I don't know where this came from. And if you label the things, then they will know. If you do not have a label gun yet, go buy one, a label creator, label maker. I don't know what they're called. We call it the label gun. But the kids love to do it. They like to figure out how to put little little cartoon drawings on it that the thing offers where you just print it on there. You clip it off right there. You peel the paper. You stick it to whatever. I stick it to the fabric bins. I stick it to the cabinet shelves. Sometimes they leave a little residue behind, but they're not that bad. Um, they they work. We we put them on everything, and then the kids love to do it, and it helps them figure out how to keep things organized. They can do it in their room for where their clothing goes. It's a really good investment. I think you can buy those things for like 15 bucks, and then you can buy the refills. Labeling things will immediately make you feel more at ease and less stressed. Okay, number two, what do you do with bathroom cleaning supplies? Do you have one bucket that you keep in the laundry room or in a closet or under another sink and you carry that around to each bathroom? Maybe what you can do to make it easier and make people see how quick it can be to clean the bathroom is just keep one bottle of cleaning product and one toilet bowl cleaner in the bathroom under the sink, and then every bathroom has their own toilet bowl brush. If you don't like chemicals, just put a spray bottle in there with some vinegar and water mixed together, and the little ones can do that. It makes bathroom cleaning so much easier. I typically clean the bathroom when one of my kids over the years, when one of them was getting a bath. And they'd be sitting in the bathtub and the cleaning products were already there and it wasn't chemicals. So it didn't, you know, stink up the room while they were taking a bathroom or taking a bath. But 
I would just clean the, the whole bathroom right then. It was so easy. It was time I already had and the supplies were there. So if I wasn't thinking about it and then it popped into my head, I could do it. So do that, especially for your older kids. And, and then it's there and there's no excuse why they can't clean it. Number three, have you given your kids laundry lessons? Even your 10-year-olds can do their own laundry. All you have to do is sit there and teach them how to do it. And you can put a little card up on the wall next to it to show them how they should wash socks and underwear, dark delicates, light delicates, whatever. If you like to hang dry a lot of stuff so it doesn't shrink and you don't want them thrown into the dryer, well, you just have them set up the laundry machine or the washing machine, have them do that part, and then you come take over for the drying part. But that will help you so much if you just teach your children how to do it. And with that, teach them how to fold. So I've talked about this on here before. I've definitely posted it on my Instagram. But we don't fold up any shirts. The only shirts we might fold up are soccer jerseys because we keep like soccer clothes, basketball jerseys, whatever, in a certain container together in their closet. Um, and maybe PJ t-shirts, but every shirt goes on a hanger. And that in itself is such a simple way to simplify your laundry folding. You take every shirt out of the dryer, you lay it flat on your ground or a folding counter, and every shirt gets piled on top of the next one, flattened out. And then you grab a whole bunch of hangers and you lay them right next to you, and then you put one hanger in, flip the shirt down, put the next hanger in, flip the shirt down, do the same thing until you have all the shirts on hangers, hang them up, divide them by child, and then they pick them up when they walk in from school and take them up to, up to their closet. If you can figure out a really simple way to fold laundry where everyone does it the same way, and it, it just makes things easier. Do it. There's a really cool way to fold pants where you lay the legs over top of one another and you fold it up and you fold it up again and then you tuck that part into the waistband of the pants. It's it's really great for girls who have leggings, but they fit so nicely and then they stand up straight in the drawer so you can see exactly what they are. The last thing I'll say about laundry is Try to get a basket for everyone in your family, an individual basket. It can be a small one. It doesn't have to be your traditional laundry basket. It, it can just be a little size that you keep in your laundry room, and each one is labeled with every person's name from your family so that when you fold it, it goes directly in there. Everyone knows where their laundry is. They take it up and put it away. Number four, this kind of goes with... Um, Number one, I guess I said this here, but number four is everything in your house should have a place. Everything from what happens when people take their shoes off when they come into your home to where does the winter hat go? Where does the school bag go? Where do the different utensils go in your house? Where does the Advil bottle go? Where do extra toothpaste tubes go? Everything. Everything should have a place. It doesn't mean you have to be crazy OCD. It's just, have you taken time lately to 
look at if you have a place for everything. And, you know, we go through seasons where stuff piles up and we forget that, oh, yeah, I actually had a place or I need something for that that makes more sense. Try to make that happen and have a place for everything. Now, number five goes with everything I just said. Make time to train everybody on this. This can be a a big problem in our house where I set things up and then I just kind of casually tell somebody, hey, this is going here, this is here now, do it this way, and so forth. And then nobody knows the full plan. So literally take everybody together around to each room. If you've labeled all the things in the playroom, have them walk around with you and you open each bin and you show them what's in there so they know what goes back. This might seem tedious and boring and just kind of a weird thing to do, but do it because then nobody has a reason to not know how the system works in your home. Show them where you put the toilet bowl cleaner and the cleaning supplies under the sink. Show them how to do the laundry. Have a training day on that. Show them where every single thing is in the kitchen so that when they put the dishes away, they know where it goes. Show them how things are placed in the pantry. And again, this is not to be crazy obsessed with organization. It's not to make everyone feel like this is unrealistic perfectionism happening in your house. It's to make things run more smoothly. And I know you can relate to this because I know you go through seasons where you have gone through these little trainings with everybody. They know where everything is and slowly you fall off the bandwagon. Everyone forgets. You get a little slack on it. That's okay. That's real. We do too all the time. But maybe you just need to hone back in on that, get everyone together and talk about it again. Number six, we moms are pros at finding all the little moments and squeezing something in. (laughs) You know, those five minutes before everyone comes down and is ready to walk out the door and you throw that load of laundry in or you put those dishes away real quick or you wash those water bottles. You know what I'm talking about. Number six is find the gap that you have regularly at some point in one of your days and create a cleaning habit out of it. Let me give you an example. On Wednesday mornings, my first round of children, my three grade school kids, leave for school around seven o'clock. And then my high schooler doesn't wake up till eight o'clock that day because she has a late start. So her school doesn't start till nine o'clock. And so I have one hour where I don't have to do anything, but it is a set one hour. So it feels like I'm on a timer and I have to race to get it done, which I like because I like a deadline. So what I've made Wednesday mornings into for me is when the little ones leave the house, I come back in and I clean the kitchen. So I clean all the dishes that need to be caught up, sometimes from the night before, sometimes just from breakfast. And then I wipe down all the counters, put away any loose clutter, and then I clean the floors. The kitchen floors get mopped. I don't sell for Norwex, but I will say right now, if you know someone who sells Norwex products and you have not tried them yet, try them. They are fantastic. They are super simple and they get the cleaning done so quickly and with like no ingredients. My mops are just the microfiber cloths and you just use water and it cleans the floors so well and it 
does clean them sanitary because of whatever's in the microfiber cloth. I don't know, silver or something like that. I went to a presentation. I think that's what they said. <laughs> but try to simplify that for yourself. Don't make it harder than you have to. But anyway, Wednesday mornings are my kitchen cleaning hour and it works. So find that gap, create a cleaning habit. Number seven, when we start setting these standards for ourselves, where it all has to be perfect, I'm going to release you of that right now and tell you any kind of help is better than perfect. Look around your family that's already living with you that has helpful hands and can jump right in and make things better in the cleaning department of your home. Remember that help is better than perfect. So what can everyone do? The little ones, they can dust baseboards pretty easily. Give them a dusting mitt or a Swiffer cloth or a rag. Anything that they can go along the baseboards, run, make it a little game, tell them to go up the steps, the wooden part of the steps, the railing, any of that that they can really help you with. And they can get a lot done and feel like they're contributing. And you know how the little ones love to help mom. Give them something that their little hands can do. Let all your children help with the laundry folding. If you don't want them folding your clothes, then that's fine. But they can fold their own. It's okay if their shirt is... Well, if you're hanging them on the hanger, it's not going to be wrinkled. So that's a bonus. <laughs> but it's okay if it is wrinkled, if that's not your preferred method. It's okay if their pants are wrinkled. But let them attempt to fold because they more the more they practice, the better they'll get. And they're helping you. So remember, it doesn't have to be perfect. Putting away dishes doesn't have to be perfect. You know, my kids put away the dishes from the dishwasher. Even Nathan, he's six. He gets the stool out. He puts things up where they go. And if I find something later that's in the wrong place, it's not that big of a deal. You just move it and put it where it goes. So remember, help is better than perfect. And then number eight, this is the last thing. And maybe over the years, your family has tried a cleaning chart. Maybe you're really good at that. Maybe everyone has their little chores they do, or maybe you've tried and it faded out and you don't do it anymore. That's our situation. We've had different periods in our life where when the kids were younger, they were really good at keeping with their chores. And we've become pretty slack on that. You know, they help around the house. We just ask them, they do it. But I need to get back to an organized chart. But what we used to do was this one particular year, the kids each had a big item they were saving for. One was saving for a GoPro, one for an American Girl doll. And we told them that they could earn that money by helping around the house. And they were really, really excited. So excited that it was a very, very consistent habit in our family for six straight months, which was awesome. I need to get back to that. But we would put, um, I just made something like on an Excel spreadsheet, but I put the three kids, because Nathan was too little at the time, with three different jobs for them each week. And two or maybe they had four jobs. I think two were things they had to do every day, like make your bed, put your dirty clothes away, put your clean clothes away. And then two that were like two days a week. So one might be garbage cans, collect all the garbage from the house on garbage night. One might be dusting the baseboards. One was cleaning the sinks. 
So something that could be done like twice a week, cleaning windows, and they knew how that task went. They knew what their duties were and they did it. And then they would check it off every day that they got it done. And on Sundays after church, we would come home and we had an envelope of dollar bills. And for every check mark, not every check mark, but like every completed task by the end of the week, they got a dollar so they could earn three or four dollars, depending on how many little jobs they had for that week. And we might give them a bigger job, like maybe we had to clean out the garage one day, and so we'd pay each of them five dollars for that or something. Anytime you can obviously have something set up like that where they feel like they can earn from it and you can keep it organized, everybody wins. And I don't think you have to pay your kids. There's certainly reason why they should do this without being paid and they just have to check mark the box and that's what you expect from them. We definitely have things around the house that are an expectation and our kids would never get paid for it. So I recorded this episode because I was talking to Gather customer a couple of weeks ago and I said something, I asked a question about what would make things run more smoothly in your home or what would be something that would help you guys be able to have more intentional moments. And she immediately said, if I had a cleaning lady. And I laughed and she laughed, but we knew exactly what she meant. We both knew that that is just an added stress in her day that she doesn't want. She wants to have a better way to tackle it and have more peace around the whole thing so that it frees up more time to create intentional moments. This is what we talked about on episode 83 a couple episodes ago with Ashley Heinzman, just having a more peaceful household. And I want to say our family does not have a cleaning service. We never have. The six of us do everything that I talked about in this episode. We've done all of that over the years. Some we do really well, some we have failed at, some we need to jump back on the train and make it happen again. But whatever season of life you're in, I hope that you walk away from this episode with just more ideas to bring that peace into your home so that yes, you indeed can find more time that you already have in your day to create more intentional moments and strengthen your family and your faith. Thank you for sitting with me here today, and I will see you again on Thursday for another To Gather Armor episode. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.